Commence primary ignition. I'm just not the, the hero type, clearly. What a piece of junk. Enterprise, this is the captain. I got a bad feeling about this. It's all part of the plan. Engage. Welcome back to Podcast 2 for 1. I'm your host, Donovan Thompson, with my co-host, Daniel Wingfield. And today is episode 129 of Podcast 2 for 1, and we were reviewing I Am Groot by Marvel Studios on Disney+. Plus. At least the first five episodes, I believe this is part one of an eventual part two release. Daniel, this is our first baby cast in a very long time. What's a baby cast? Yeah. Baby cast is where we cover something in a baby amount of time, which babies are small. And that's that. what we like to say baby instead of small because it's brand, branding. And so um, it is branding. baby cast. Yeah, that's baby cast. Baby cast. It's all the goodness wrapped up in a little tiny baby for yeah. your viewing ears. But we don't, we don't ears. poop our diapers or other Mm-mm. stuff. So. No, we're strong babies with good yeah. bladders and colons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, welcome back to Podcast 2 for 1. Um, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and the notification bell. That way you're up on all future episodes of Podcast 2 for 1. We also have 2 for 1 Joe Live every Monday at 9 a.m. Central, where we break down the movie and TV nerdy news that we think you care about. And, of course, you're, we're on all podcast services. And if you didn't know, and boy, oh, boy, I bet you did not, we are sponsored by Kapow Comics, located at 4047 East Kill Avenue in Sherwood, Arkansas. There they have comic books, collectibles, graphic novels, and, of course, special guest appearances throughout the year. Kapow. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, what's there to say? It's uh, five, <laughs> five, five short episodes of Baby yeah. Groot. They're probably, without credits, three and mm-hmm. a half to four minutes long. Um, I think less. I think I think they're like they might be sub three minutes. Most of them. The, and I'll ask this: A, hmm. do you, are you going to watch more? I am Groot. I mean. If I've got twenty minutes to kill, you know, I mean, it, it is one of those things of like these are all cute, um, right? You know, they're definitely for a younger audience. Um, they they kind of feel like Pixar shorts, but with Groot. Um, it's all set, I guess. I was I was I was trying to figure it out. I guess it's in between Guardians two and Infinity War, somewhere in there, because they're on the Ravager ship that they're on after mm-hmm. Guardians two. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I thought most of them were, they were all cute. <clears throat> One of them I found pretty funny. And then the rest of them were like, okay. Um, like, like just cute. Um, Which I, I wanted to do, it was the, uh, is it little man or the little men or um, that, that, that one? might be the best one yeah that might it be is well, and it's it's got a very dark ending which is very it, it's almost like this thing of like that ending is quite dark for what this feels like the, like for what feels yeah. like the set like the target demo is for this right like i feel like they're like trying to get like little kids into it and then like one of the episodes is him like squishing all his little friends <laughs> Yeah, they they are, and that's the that's the fine balance there between. Um, you also got to have the adults able to, you know, watch this. You don't have to, but it helps the adults, you know, pick pick this kind of content when it's also something for them. And everyone, you know, I feel like everyone was was all about I am Groot, or sorry about Baby Groot, whenever um, Guardians yeah. Two come out. So it's an easy sell already. But then you kind of have a little more mature, you know, 
content in there, like of death and killing a whole civilization and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> being a god, um, being a god, essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, overall, I think the you know it's they're, they're cute. It looks like James Gunn helped produce them. We know Vin Diesel come back as the voice of Groot, and you wonder like, sure. how much is that man getting paid for this? And also, why? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it's enough to like let make make him want to do it, but because he probably spends like less than a week in a in a recording booth, you know, probably or, less than a uh, day or two. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I'm sure it's just like a nice little paycheck for very, barely any work. Um, I mean, you know that they want to sign something, and maybe they have that you want, you know they want to sign something where like kind of like a Luke Skywalker situation in Mandalorian where they're like, hey, give us the rights to your voice, and we'll just do AI mm. like dialogue modulation or something that way we don't have to yeah. you know and getting points or something because the the, the 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 i don't like how they do luke in the new stuff so sure but that's um, like that's that's the beginning right five years from yeah, now it's going to sure. be right, right, like, right, we'll, right. we'll never know you know look at luke in mando one or mando season two and look at luke and right boba vat sure. this pretty big jump there just yeah. within a year um but i yeah, i, I, I I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it's fun. They're exciting. You know, exciting. Here's the thing that I think is interesting is that James Gunn mm. came out and said that he does not think these are canon. He's like, I don't know how they could be canon. And I'm like, they look what pretty canon. In... Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, I mean, they haven't done anything, at least in the first five episodes, that would seem canon breaking. That's true. Um, and, and they kind of, they even show spoilers, obviously. Um, Rocket Raccoon in the last episode. I mean, like, yeah, and Drax in the shower, and Drax um, in the shower, and it, it feels like it's you know it's these yeah. little side stories that he's doing because you know he's a baby and they're not always watching him and right. You see the ship parked on the planet, so you just you know I think it's cool too. It just kind of shows like mm-hmm. oh the Guardians are doing things you know yeah. Well, we no, it, it's you know it, I'm I'm assuming maybe that something happens at the end of it that has a more um, Maybe maybe it will be more clear what James Gunn was talking about. Um, maybe, yeah. I, I do want to briefly go back to like this idea that I think is becoming a trend in Disney Plus Plus programming. I for me across mainly really Marvel and Star Wars, but it is this idea that I feel like they often have a hard time picking a, a, a single demographic or a target audience. It feels like it feels like so much of their content wants to appeal massively to like little kids and preteens and then also adults and like you know people that grew up with this and i just feel like um even with that i am group thing it's like um you know reese would probably enjoy i have a seven-year-old named reese and he would probably enjoy that i also think he would probably get a little bit like like a little bit like worried about the episode where he steps on all his friends it would just make him sad and it's kind of like that's not really what you're going for i think for that target audience. You don't want them like the end of the episode being like, Oh no, his friend, his new little friends died. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, guess... look at toy story. Th- I mean, granted you could argue toy story three was made for us, not for kids, well, but, but here's that's how you darker. do it. Well, I just, it's I just way think, darker. I, think... I mean, it's, but you I don't have, you don't have any attachment to these little alien creatures. I mean, they're, I mean, I, I don't think it's, but that movie was for adult. I mean, toy story three, I think, I would say that 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 was for the people that grew up with Toy Story more than anything. Arguably, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, and you're right. I mean, I think obviously Pixar has shown it's great at tailoring content to 
little kids that also hits something deeper with people that are older. Um, and so maybe it's just the execution is an issue, but I think, you know, this was something that I felt with kind of with Kenobi, um, some of their other content has felt like that as well. Even like, you know, Boba Fett even had those moments with like the cyberpunk biker gang type stuff that felt like it was just for a different demographic. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. And and maybe it's nothing, you know, maybe this is just still Marvel finding their feet when it comes to serialized content. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't feel so much on that one. I mean, I think this, this feels exactly to me like an episode of Booba. If you know what that is. I think it's on Netflix or Disney Plus. It's 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 this similar concept. It's just this uh, uh, troll like humor monster. Yeah, slapstick humor. He gets in a situation. He gets out of it. They're they're a little longer. They're like seven eight minutes, I think, or maybe sure. shorter. I don't know. But it's all CGI all that kind of stuff. The thing I I a couple of things I took away from this is or really one is this is just another thing that they have to have all these VFX houses work on. These are. I mean, put it all together, yeah. it's it's still only twenty minutes, but that's a, almost a whole act of a you know half an act of a movie or third or two thirds of an act of a movie. That's a lot of visual right. effects work, and it looks pretty good. I mean, there's parts that don't look as good as some of the movies, but overall, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. And granted, they don't I'm, none it's of not. that none of that has can be real. I'm sure it's all comped. Maybe besides the ship at the end of the Ravager where Drax is, maybe that's also visual effects where they're. I mean, you know, it all looks CGI. To me. Yeah, I thought I didn't really think it looked very real, but it might be a little easier because you're not comping green screen and actors, everything else. But right, you know, we've had I don't know if you've been watching Two for One Joe or not, but uh, it's uh, there's a lot of VFX people coming out right now talking about mm-hmm. how they're oh, yeah. overworked in game. They were they were told uh, um, the month before that the put the release date had been pushed up a month. You have a month now yeah. instead of two months to finish VFX on right the biggest movie of all time. Yeah, and, I remember that happened. Yeah, and then there's also She-Hulk, just which is dropping uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and um, you know they're getting criticized on the VFX for that. And it's, I mean, the credits are two and a half minutes because there's all these visual effects artists working on this movie for a three minute short. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I wonder like, is Marvel just still stretching too thin? And is there a breaking point? Because VFX, we we heard this when we were in school in 2010, <clears throat> 11, 12, was that. VFX houses are like sweatshops, basically. That was 10 years ago we heard that. Yeah, you know, because they're not in... They're unions. Either they don't have one or they're in, like, kind of lumped into a different one that doesn't really have as much working towards them. It's kind of like animators, right? Like, animators don't have a union. Right. Um, or if they do, it's just not very strong. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it has to give. I mean, I think even just based on social pressure that, I mean... I think that, you know, for better or worse, Disney is 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 a pretty um, progressive company, or likes it likes to um, project its progressiveness, right? That they're, you know, mm-hmm. kind of ahead or, or uh, you know, leading the line on some of these progressive social movements and stuff like that, and work life balance and just you know the the um, you know the nine to five rat race stuff like that in general in our society has come under a lot of criticism over the last few years. Part of it has been the pandemic and everyone working from home and realizing, Oh my God, I can do all my work from home and I actually have more time and I don't need to be at the office all day to do this stuff, you know, but I think, um, I think if the, if, if the noise keeps coming, which I think until the conditions change, I don't see how they wouldn't. 
um, Disney will change something. And I think, you know, it's probably one, maybe a couple, hopefully it's, you know, a, an executive or two at the top that is very financially minded and they're going to have to be seen, they're, they're going to have to see some sort of public outcry or, or something, you know, if, if people start, I don't know, protesting Marvel movies or something um, or, or whatever, like, I think that will change. I don't think it, 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 at the end it'll change because they'll realize that they'll start losing money from it. It's not going to change because they think it's right probably, but it'll change. I mean, I do think that, I mean, I, we've talked about this a lot. This is the first time, I mean, since Endgame that we've felt the, the fan base kind of waning a little bit. And we felt that within yeah. ourselves too, you know, I mean, yep. obviously there was movies better or for worse in the MCU. Um, you know, Ant-Man the Wasp, you know, wasn't as good as Ant-Man 1, right. in my opinion, but it's still fine. But now we're kind of getting things like, you know, Eternals, where it's rotten on Rotten Tomatoes, and you didn't like it. And we got, you know, things like Thor Love and Thunder, where, you know, I had a few laughs and enjoyed some of it, but it's, at the end of the day, it's not, I don't think, what you and I wanted from a Thor movie. No. Or from just a movie about a character in general. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and Doctor Strange, you know, wasn't, that was maybe our fault again, yeah. like WandaVision, but also we have all the supplemental things like, you know, all the other TV shows like Hawkeye mm -hmm. and, you know, WandaVision and what if, and all these other things. So, I mean, something's going to give eventually. And I, I I'm hoping that they've Kevin Feige, ha like someone has to be telling him, or he has to feel the, the, the social media yeah. or something about the, the VFX houses are being overworked. I mean, it's, if it's trending news, he's going to start getting it. questions like at panels or something. I mean, like that once that kind of stuff starts happening and like, you, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the kind of time where it will be like, because I think, you know, it's been a couple months since we started hearing these stories, but they seem to be drumming up more often now. Or yeah. Just, people they, are they speaking come, up. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And, and it, and you know, part of this I think too is, all, I was going to say, part of this, too, is like, you know, again, like you said, the pandemic, like, there's going to be a level of quality that's going to change in some way because they're navigating a whole new environment of how to shoot the movies, sure. how to, you know, the, 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 the budgets increase, the longevity in terms of production shoots, all those other things. And so it's going to change. And they're still figuring that out. I mean, they may know pretty good now, but that was happening during all the content we just got, right? I mean, like, it, yeah. So we're kind of gotten to a place now where it feels like maybe not in Hollywood and California, but it feels like everywhere else the pandemic has kind of ended, at least from what we understood the pandemic to be. Yeah. And so I, you know, you, you give them a little grace, and maybe they can always sure. put it off to that. Like, well, we were working during a pandemic. I, I get it, man. Like, I, I can't really. I, I get that. But I don't know. It's an interesting conversation. It Last is. thing I'll I'll bring up here before we get off because it is a baby cast. I don't know if you mm -hmm. know this, but during the um, um, SDCC panel where Kevin announced Phase 5 and 6, mm -hmm. um, he said that Black Panther Wakanda Forever was the end of Phase 4, which comes mm -hmm. out in November. Some of us were mm -hmm. scratching our heads because we were like, well, where's Guardians of the Galaxy, the holiday special, fit into this? And then James yeah. Gunn came out and said, this is an epilogue to Phase 4. Right, yeah. I saw so that. it seemed like they were kind of saving that maybe for Disney uh, D23 coming up in a, a month or so. We yeah. have more announcements yeah. and, and footage probably from all these properties. Um, and uh, yeah, that feels like that. Obviously, that's canon. Um, are you, uh, is there any other last questions or any other questions that, or any other characters you'd like to see get little tiny spin offs like this within the MCU? <clears throat> or do you care? 
I mean, it's not. I don't really care. It's not. It's not going to be aimed for me. I guess like just like yeah. this isn't. It's cute and it was like a fun twenty minutes of of cuteness. But like, it, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be really you know a blip on my radar. It really feels kind of like more like homework to me, honestly. Like I'm, I'm. I obviously <laughs> sure. I, I told you, hey, this is the podcast. Let's watch it and do the podcast. But like, right, right. I don't want to. You know, we're never. I, I say right now, we're never going to do a podcast on baby. Unless it's like universe changing, or like on Baby Groot on I'm Groot, we're never doing a podcast again on this show. You know what I mean? Okay. And, and, unless like Kang's in an episode, and it's like he tells the master yeah, plan right. or something, you know, and, and like something. And then like it's that. not canon, so we don't care, right? So right, so it's like you know this, you know, <laughs> I, I think is like For now sure. is I, I feel compelled to watch everything that has the Marvel Studios banner because I'm a purist, I'm a fan. Right. Yeah. But it's also like you're kind of making things that I just. It does not affect the universe in any way, shape, or form. You're right. It's, I mean, it's fine. It's for it, it's smart. It's marketing. You know, it's like you wonder now, like, are they going to have Baby Groot short or sorry, Baby Yoda shorts where Mando's in the background and Baby Yoda's eating eggs I'm, and shit? Honestly, be surprised they haven't already. But yeah, 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 it's exactly. Animated, maybe, but no. I mean, I think you know we're in a different era of Marvel. You know, post in-game Marvel is is like a machine how much it's pumping out yeah just content you know what i mean and like and you know a lot of that content is not reaching the level of quality that i think their first saga had which is a bit more you know we got a movie every couple years you know at least for a while there and then they started picking up more towards the end but like now it's three two to three movies a year two to three disney plus shows a year um and so it's weird because I think I don't see the stopping. I mean, I feel like they're not, they're not at the very least, they're not going to slow down the amount of content they're putting out. They're either going to keep it the same or do more. It feels like, but um, there's going to be more content like this, right? That's like, I mean, I don't have any good reasons to like, it's not, it's not, I'm not the target demo in a way that like, it's just not connecting for me. You know, it doesn't, I mean, I, I'm just not finding anything that interesting for me. It's not connected to the bigger universe that like I'm, that's, that's, that's the part I'm really the fan of is this bigger sprawling story. Um, and yeah, so it, it's, we're, I feel like we're going to be encountering what you're talking about here more and more, which will be an interesting thing. Yeah. I wish they had packaged it up into like one thumbnail instead of having five different, it makes it, I'm like, oh my God, I hate that. Okay, so the the interface was horrible. Like yeah, trying to, bad. I didn't watch them in order because they didn't give oh. them to me in order when I clicked really? on them. Like it was yeah. just like I think the first one I watched was like the the shapeshifter one. Um, mm. and, yeah, I think it's number like, three um, or four. Yeah, and then like the episode four, I watched the first steps one, and I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, it so like when you watch an episode, or when I clicked on the I am Groot, I was on the web browser. I wasn't on Xbox or anything, but like. Um, it like puts the little thumbnails up there in the middle of it was guardians Two, just like related, like suggest. Yeah. So like, I remember like clicking the next one and I was like, it like took me to start watching guardians. Like what? No, I just want to watch this. Sh yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Uh, their, their overall plan really for the, for the streaming service is definitely like, let's do a visual overload on the interface. That way you feel oh like God. we have so much content. And I'm like, I'd rather have like HBO max where it feels like it's curated yes. to me. And like, it's just, it feels sexy and, which yes, again, it I, is I'm, simulation overload right now. Going, it really is. It, it, they've yeah. had it since the beginning, and I wonder when and if they'll change it. Um, yeah. So um, next week we'll be talking, I believe, She Hulk, and I think Sandman at yeah. some point. 
Um, She-Hulk is getting really good praise, I think. It's first Are four episodes. Are we only getting had... one episode? I believe so. we're getting one tomorrow, yeah. And, okay. um, you know, we know our boy Daryl's going to be in it, so we have to watch the show. I saw some interesting comments about it's going to be the lighter side, which yeah. I, I can see potentially making some people angry. We'll see. I guess, but if they if they've ever read a Daredevil comic, he's not all doom and gloom. Yeah, I know. It's he's, just yeah. I think the the Netflix the Netflix series created kind of like this like edge lord following of Daredevil, or like that's sure, why we love yeah. him is because well, he's they're wrong. Edgy, I mean, Daredevil, he does, he's like blah, blah, blah. he's always smiling. Like when he fights, he's smiling. He like smiles with like blood in his teeth. That's like that's Daredevil. Yeah, he's like you. the fl- he's like cool. the Flash of the Marvel universe. But um, I'm excited to see a different version of him. So. Me too. Yeah, I mean, again, it's doesn't negate that previous version people that's the no. best way of multiverse is you get all of it exactly um daniel how can our listeners write into us listeners you can write into bit.ly slash two for one mail let us know what you thought of baby Groot, or don't you know let us know something else that we talked about on the pod today um but yeah bit.ly slash two for one mail there you can let us know what you thought and maybe we'll read it on the show maybe and if uh, you can always also uh, you know write us in as we're live or we typically do these live. We don't only really have a set schedule for the pod, but you know you can catch us as you if you subscribe, you'll get a notification telling you when we are live. And of course, we are live on every Monday nine a.m. for two for one Joe live. Um, we're just unpredictable, and, you know. We're just like really, we are. You just can't nail us down. We're just we're just yeah. like wild cards. Just a couple really of wild are. cards. Yeah. We are. Hopefully in the next uh, month or so, we'll have Dr. Bruce Hutchinson back on. Mm. And then we'll have him again, I believe, uh, one more time for our 100th, 150th episode celebration, which hopefully is around the corner. Um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. My name is Donovan Thompson. I'm Daniel Wingfield. And we have spoken. <laughs>